Welcome everyone to the Snap Fitness Maitland podcast. I hope you're having a great day. I'm Cameron Russell, the owner of Snap Fitness Maitland. On today's podcast, episode number 17, we have the staff sitting around. So what we call it is Friday afternoon staff drinks. So this will be an interesting conversation because we tell many stories that we know of one another. We find out about different things from, you know, Sophie's first kiss in JB Hi-Fi to Demi getting kicked out of pubs uh, to a night in New York with Jen and much, much more. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Please share it with your friends. Uh, Hit us up on Facebook or Instagram, rate it and review it. That would be greatly appreciated. Let's dive right in. Three, two, one, we're live. All right. Oi, my, my internet's been flaky out. Thank you. So we're yeah. just launching the podcast and then Merch has just gone, oh my God, just jumped in. Anyway, let's get on with it. So guys, we're sitting around. Obviously, we're all virtual here. We've got Friday afternoon staff drinks. Uh, we're all sitting around having a beer. I'm just about to open mine. One second. The sound of that is unbelievable. So. We got Soph on the phone. Soph. Hey guys. Can you see me or not? Are we doing video too? No? Yeah, we are doing video, but we're actually recording no? a podcast, so so people can't when people when you do a podcast, people <laughs> so can't, they can't see, see me. Me. <laughs> I thought they were gonna see me too. She's hey guys. Is that why you're your best, right? <laughs> so I just want to jump in there. We're off to a flying start. I think we're about uh, <laughs> 38 seconds in. I've <laughs> only had two sips out of my beer. And Demi, I've already had a shot. Time. <laughs> All right, Merch, we'll welcome you into the podcast. Hey, Cam. How are you going, mate? What's I've been happening? I've definitely had more than two sips of my beer, so I'm how, feeling good. Ready to go. How many have you had? Um, I've probably had three or four this afternoon, give or take a couple. <laughs> been a long week been a long week give it to you mates fair enough we're in isolation nothing else to do jen welcome jen's currently painting actually what was that, mate? <laughs> hey everyone yes i'm painting i am neck deep in homeschooling and i'm very much embracing my new role so i'm currently painting and uh last but not least now nah, we've got two more ado what's going on Hey guys, I must just uh, laying on uh, laying on my bed actually at the moment or our bed. Um, yeah, looking out the window, having a beer, looking at you guys. So you, you just got home. Looking at, um, looking at Jimmy, watch the bull ant. You just got home from a surf, and um, yep. Dem said you didn't have any clothes on. Do you have any clothes on now? Just so people can picture that. I got a singlet on, just no. Perfect, and that's a perfect segue to Dem. Yeah, I just spilled beer all over the lounge. <laughs> I'm um, sitting on the couch, actually, and I just opened a beer and spilled it all over the lounge. <laughs> so you can see we, uh, we work with a very talented bunch here, guys. <laughs> and uh, today's just all about going to be uh, spinning yarns, telling stories, having a few beers uh, because COVID-19 here. We can't go out to the pub. We can't do what we normally do. So we're all sitting in front of our phones or laptops at home. And damn, just mute yourself. There we go. She's learning on the job. 
All right, so I'm going to start off. Um, start off with a little story that one of the ones that I love, and if you know this, this team, um, we love to celebrate Melbourne Cup Day. Um, so it was probably about three years ago, maybe three or four years ago. We always seem to go to the surf house at Murrayweather uh, for Melbourne Cup. Everyone works the morning, and then um, we then venture on down to the surf house and then kick it all off it's, it's a ticket paid for your ticket as much beer and food as you can you can drink uh if you all know demi obviously she's two sips into a beer and she's already spilt it all over the lounge at home but this one day dan got very excited and uh he was like it was quite a bit of a wait at the start for champagne as you can imagine there's probably i don't know 150 females and maybe 30 guys there. So it's quite easy to get a beer, but it was hard to get the champagne or the sparkling wine. So Demi started to stockpile uh, onto a table. And then we're probably at a table about eight. And you look down, there's probably about, you know, 17 glasses of full champagne on the table. We had a couple of beers. And as the afternoon went on, Demi got more and more excited and she starts to get excited and she finishes one and then grabs another one, finishes another one. And it's probably about, oh, I don't reckon, it's probably quarter past two maybe 20 past two at the latest and then the old they don't have security there's at least four i think it was at least four now the best thing about this is the melbourne cup hadn't been even run so the melbourne cup starts at 305 p.m so it's definitely before three o'clock and they just come over and said guys look you know you gotta you gotta settle down calm down blah 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 and so demi thought that was an excuse to try and get rid of some of the the champagne on the table so she finishes one two three she starts yahooing and carrying on. They came over and warned us again. So, you know, calm down. They actually took some of the drinks away. And then, uh, and then Demi's up there dancing, carrying on like she does, having a great time uh, on, the, on the champagne. And then all of a sudden, she downs another one. And we're going, Demi, you can't do that anymore. Next thing, she can't really sit up or on the stool or stand up. So the poor old staff at the surf house, I felt sorry for them. They had to come over and ask Demi to politely leave before the race is even on. We're like, damn, sorry, but you're out. You're going to have to sit this one outside. She couldn't really even stand up. She was having a great time. But how was that one, Dem? Remember? Yeah, I remember. I'm pretty sure it was definitely after the Melbourne Cup. Like, I think I, well, I, think I won, actually, on the race. But I do remember laying down on the, on the pavement outside because I was a bit tired. So, yeah. Cam, was that the day that, we went to the brewery after. It was the Honeysuckle Honey Hotel. Hotel. And you got asked to leave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can, that I can was know. when she dropped the glass, Ado. Was that yeah, the one when she dropped the glass? Yeah. The yeah. Don't, don't yeah, hit the conclusion too early. From there, didn't it? Yeah, so obviously Dan gets asked to leave. We stay inside. She lays down out in the pavement. And then we continue on our way. We celebrate. I think the, the drinks package gets cut off at... 3.34 o'clock there. Um, so everyone else is pretty sensible and we stay on. Anyway, so we go from there down to Honeysuckle Hotel and then we're all in there. Clearly, we should, have, we should go to another pub, obviously. Because, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're all ready to go. <laughs> we're all ready to go. We all arrive at Honeysuckle Hotel and then I ended up, yes, I was on the dance floor. I ended up with someone's fascinator on my head dancing away on the dance floor and then the security come up to me and asked me to leave. And I was like, you know, what for? I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a lot better state than most of the other people here. Anyway, 
oh damn, used to work in a pub, used to run a pub. So in her good state that she was, she comes over and says, I know the RSA rules. You've got to give him three reasons why he has to leave. So then Demi's stating all the reasons why I don't have to leave. And they're just like, look, you're going to have to go too. So anyway, we tried to argue with them, but that didn't happen. So then, oh, that's fine. Like, you know, if you kick us out, you kick 10 others. So that's fine. So we're on the way out and Demi had a full drink. So instead of, obviously she paid top dollar for this because it wasn't part of the drinks package that finished. So she's just finished the drink right in front of the security, security person, then goes to hand them the glass, the empty glass as she's walking out. And just before she gets the hand to hand it over to him, she just accidentally drops it and just smashes all at the front door. She goes, whoops, see you later. And then just walks straight out the door. Glass smashed all at the front door. Old Dem looks high house and she goes, that'll teach them. And then, and then where did we go after that? Was that the day we walked from there to the grain store? The, yeah. the grain store. Then yeah. Mercho runs into some of his clients. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and that was where Demi slipped up on her back as well, remember? Tell the story. <laughs> Mercho, was that when Me. you had to walk half the way home? Was that that night where you had to get a cab from somewhere? <laughs> yeah, all right. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> was that what was that when I, I walked half you got somewhere or you got a cab to somewhere and then you got no you got a lift home with clients maybe I think Mary chose his, he's out in the country is your yeah, wife I literally I started walking back and then realized that my phone had gone flat and then had nowhere to uh, had no no way to ring a cab or anything like that. And there was just nothing around. And then just jumped in an Uber with a random and then ended up in like Mayfield or something like that. And then had to find a yeah, cab from I, there. Yeah. Like, oh, oh well, all's well that ends all right. So how are you feeling about going to Melbourne Cup this year? Or maybe yeah, or maybe yeah. what's that? I said, after that, how are you feeling about going to Melbourne Cup with these guys? Oh, <laughs> oh I'm super keen. <laughs> <laughs> you guys always know I'm keen to get down. Jen, <laughs> I have seen your alter ego and I think you would fit perfectly in the front. <laughs> Ada, just oh, I'm, that keen one. To get, I'm keen to get wheeled again. Yeah, <laughs> Soph and Ada, you can uh, explain this story and, and, and anyone else can jump in. But what about the time we're at the junkyard in Maitland uh, and, and Soph came out for the first time? I think we played barefoot bowls and I think it was yeah, Soph's we, we, real. Yeah. <laughs> we'd, we'd started at Lawn Park, uh, Maitland Park Bowl, Bowling Club and we'd had a few few beers. I think that was when you just started. So you you bought you know a few of your new yeah. clients along. Um, we, we were playing bowls and everything was all good. We were having saucy sizzle. Jen, you were there. You had Bryce there and the kids came because we were running around on the back green. Yeah, I um, remember. Yeah. And we are playing Jenga. I think we are playing Jenga or something like that on the green. And then everything mm. was good. It was like a family picnic. And then if you were to, if you were to video footage <laughs> it, I think two to three hours later, it did not look like a family picnic. <laughs> um, 
I think before we knew it, Mercho and Soap, were you guys playing? You guys are in the a same shout of some sort, whether you're on Canadian Club or Vodka Soap. Uh, we're same with Jerry I, and Coke. Yeah. And so I you're brought on my body. own in. Yeah, I had vodka sodas, but before that, I brought my own in my denim jacket. I had them all stashed inside my denim jacket. I sculled two on the way in because I couldn't fit them all in. <laughs> what were they? <laughs> it was um, uh, these, these, just sliders. Because I thought, well, remember we were supposed to go to the park, but like it started raining. And then we end up, That's right. like, it was, yeah. And I, I had already bought, like, packed a whole esky. And I was like, I don't want to, um, I don't want to, um, you know, waste all these. I've got to drink them now. Let them go to waste. Yeah. Yeah. So I sculled them. That's right. And then I remember we were sitting around and I think I got a few photos of, of you that night, actually. So on my phone. Yeah. Sitting there and I've, yeah, I've got some of you as well. Actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. I, we'll spot, we'll spot one day. They're that burst night. photos too. So it's like about a thousand photos in one. That's right. Yeah. What were you saying, Mert? Pretty sure that was the night when we ended up back at the junkyard. And then I was just sinking Sailor Jerry's like they were water. And um, yeah. <laughs> as, soon as, like, as soon as the fresh air hit me when I left the club that night, I was just not in a good way at all. And then the next thing I remember is waking up at 3 a.m. to the smell of smoke and and then I'd, I'd put pasta on the sink to cook and um <laughs> then i'd go in the shower and pass out and then i woke up and the, the pasta had boiled dry and started to burn don't drink too much salad jerry that's my my tip for the day yeah far out i'm glad i wasn't in, in a shower with you that night I think I left early that night, maybe. I think I was going back to mum and dad. That wasn't the night. Take level 10. What's that? That wasn't the night you spent four hours walking around Chisholm, was it? Nah, not that night. Cam, you're on mute, mate. (laughs) That's the perfect segue. Um, let's, Let's talk about that. I can't remember what the event was. I I do. Yeah, let's tell us. We'd, we'd gone down, actually, it was, it was the Grandy again. It was the Grandy yeah, again. Survivor. We'd all gone to the Survivor, that's it. We'd all gone down there. and So let's pre- preface it, it first. Let's just go. So we had the Survivor Challenge. The Survivor Challenge ends and we have the uh, one of the last team competitions um, thing, which was, uh, was a real Survivor Challenge. Right. The real survivor challenge, the, uh, the, the burgers and beers. Um, Felt after, more like the amazing race. <laughs> for you it was. So we had burgers and beers, quite a tame night, you know, because we had boot camp the next day. A normal staff thing. It wasn't even a staff thing. It was a member thing. You know, things can get out of control, out of hand. One beer leads to another beer, to another beer. They taste pretty good. Everyone gets excited. When Ada gets excited, he has a few more than everyone and drinks, you know, at a, at a rapid pace. And then, yeah, we ended up, we went back. Obviously, Dem left earlier. Your, the beers were tasting well. So, Dem went home earlier. We, we were staying at your parents' place in Chisholm. And then, uh, we get a cab home. Um, we, we go back there and we're trying to ring Dem to let us in. And she wouldn't let us in. She, her phone was off um, and she wouldn't pick up her phone. We had no idea. She thought we were sending a clear message by leaving our bags out on the front door. 
at the front doorstep. So lucky enough, our friend Reese from the gym, who was there that night, he only lived around the corner. So I was like, you know, stuff that. I'm going to grab my bag, called him, said, mate, can I come and stay? This is, at, I don't know, midnight or something like that. And he goes, yep, cool. So we went around there. It, it was literally, if you go out your front door, you turn left, the corner is there, say 20 meters away. And then he lived another 50 meters up from there. So let's say it's 70 meters. It's, it's a left turn, a left turn. So we did that. We went down and we had a beer and then I said, no, I'm going to bed. And then next thing you know, I was like, yeah, cool. You know, I got on the dam. I'm going to go home. So Ado walks out the front door. All he has to do is turn right and right and then he'll be home. And then he gets calls four hours later. Ado's walked around the block, many blocks in Chisholm, trying to find his way home, and he couldn't find the way home. How long did you walk around for? Well, it was kind of funny because in my head it felt like first it was just a couple of minutes. I can, I can still remember these sections throughout it because I remember leaving, and then all of a sudden I felt like I was in a cul-de-sac or like a road that continued because if you go over from Reese's fence to mum and dad's and then another block, it's like a circle kind of another cul-de-sac. And I think I was just doing loops in that. And I was like, where is their house? And I'm like, doesn't look like it, doesn't look like it. And I think I even put it in maps to find where they were <laughs> and I still couldn't find it. And supposedly I was like calling them and I'm like, damn, where is mum and dad's house? She's like, where are you? I'm like, I don't know. That's the thing. So I literally couldn't find where I was. So I didn't know where mum and dad's was. And then, um, yeah, I think I was walking around for a good three hours. <laughs> I remember Dem calling me in the morning and she's going, what time did you get to Reese's? And I remember calling him. So I checked my phone and I was like, maybe quarter past 12 or something like that. And he goes, Ado walked in the door. What did Ado do? He walked in the door literally 3.30 or something like that. And it was that. I, had, I think I ended up having like 21 missed calls and other calls to random people. Oh. Anyway, I found it. Yeah, the start, the start of that though, I think the night didn't start that well too because you called me and said, hey, do you mind you know, picking us up from mum and dad so we can leave the car there and it's going to be there in the morning. So I'm there, I'm there early, which I never am, uh, and you sent me the address. So I'm sitting out the front of this person's place thinking you'll arrive soon and you sent me the wrong address to your parents' place and you called me when well, you got there. It was a disaster from the start. <laughs> Oh, nice. Anyway, Jen, you're no saint. Yes, I am. What do you mean? I know you got something in the background. I know you've told me a few a few stories in the car ride. <laughs> um, probably the most out of control night of my life was a night in New York. So, um. We had gone out to Brooklyn and um, decided to go bowling, which bowling in America is huge. Like the, the bowling alleys are like an experience in themselves. Um, and this particular one that we'd been recommended from like the bunch of um, bar staff was really popular. So it was like a two hour wait to get to an alley. So we just were playing pool and drinking and just hanging out. Me, my brother, my sister-in-law and Bryce, my husband. 
and um you know we were just having lots of fun it was winter so it was freezing outside we were toasty warm just yeah drinking drinking um i don't really actually remember the bowling because it was pretty um i was pretty intoxicated by that point and then when we left my brother was being a little bit obnoxious and i was cracking the poops with him so i kind of walked ahead of the crowd and was like i'm not walking with him like he's being ridiculous and i turned around because i'd got to like a t-junction and i wasn't sure which way to go and i couldn't see bryce or my brother or my sister-in-law anymore and in brooklyn like it's it was pretty dangerous um every night on the news there'd be like shootings and drug busts and all this crazy stuff um so I was pretty scared immediately and I had to sort of decide whether to walk back into Brooklyn or I could see a bridge taking me back to New York. So I was like, oh, I'll just cross the bridge and I'll meet them on the other side. Um, so I went over the bridge and um, there's multiple bridges between Brooklyn and New York. They had taken a different one. So I then was in New York um, in the middle of the night quite intoxicated. I didn't have a phone. I didn't have any ID. I didn't have any money on me. Um, <laughs> it was pretty hectic. Um, so I've walked into a hotel and I'm like, oh man, I'm heaps lost. Like I need help. And they just printed off a map from like my maps to show me how to get back to, cause I didn't even know the address of where I was staying. I was just staying in an Airbnb. Um, I just knew there was this little park close by anyway it was like three hours walking through getting lost i had homeless people like kind of chasing me which was really scary um and i've just kept asking people for help but new yorkers are quite suspicious people and they were like i'm not helping you this is a scam get away from me um, and i bumped into an aussie um she had like one percent left on her um mobile phone to phone me a cab, give me some money. Um, it was like five bucks, the last five bucks in her wallet. And I got home to Bryce asleep in the snow on the porch. My brother kicked him out and yelled at him for losing his sister. <laughs> Bryce was furious at me for storming off. Oh man, it was hectic. I definitely, that was definitely the wildest, craziest night ever. And you made that a lot? Yeah, I legit thought I'm not going to survive this. This is really scary. Um, but yeah, here I am telling my story. <laughs> you are. So if I'm going to throw it over to you, I'm going to ask you a question about your very first boyfriend and your very first kiss. Talk us through that. My very first boyfriend? Oh. Or your very first man. kiss. How did that go down? My very first. Yeah. Oh, man. Set the awkward. scene. Set the scene. Uh, <laughs> it's actually really funny. <laughs> okay, so my very, very first kiss was in JB Hi-Fi at Greenfield. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> okay, okay, I'm listening. This. I'm listening. Tell me more. Okay. Uh, we probably would have been like 15. And I didn't even like him. I was just wanted a boyfriend so everyone didn't think I was gay anymore. Um, 
So essentially he was my reverse beard. <laughs> so yeah, we were like all shopping together, like with our mates and like we got into JB Hi-Fi. <laughs> we're just like walking around, you know, like loitering like kids do. Didn't even have any money to like buy anything, just loitering. And then like <laughs> he goes in for the kids and I was just like, <laughs> and that's basically how it went down. I made a vomiting sound <laughs> and pulled away. Nice. So that just goes to show how mature I was at fifteen. Yeah. Fifteen, perfect. What about yeah. you? What 15, about you? Yeah. What about you, Match? You would have been nine. Uh, my first kiss. <laughs> I don't even remember. Nah. Um. I don't really. I don't know. I can remember as like real youngsters, we like had a group of friends, and like they they were family friends. They weren't like family, just to clear that up. Um, and we used to play like. <laughs> <laughs> used to play up like spin the bottle when we were you know all of our parents would get together and get on the beers and that and then it would be all of us guys and we'd sort of like play spin the bottle it's like you know i guess we'd be like nine or ten i don't know something like that um and you know that was sort of it was you know it was a 50 50 chance so it was 50 percent blokes and 50 percent girls so <laughs> nah. um, but yeah so i guess that probably that probably narrows it back down to the uh my first kiss i guess <laughs> Merch, did you I just say really... you were nine or ten? What was that? Did you just say you were nine or ten? Isn't that how old I your kids know. are, Jen? I, it was... <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm I was, breaking it It could have been earlier, I don't know. <laughs> Merch, I thought you'd only kiss one girl. Yeah. In the last Probably. Probably. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready for my children to start kissing. What about playing yeah. spin the bottle? <laughs> You'll never be Definitely ready, isn't that what they tell you? Definitely not with their family, Luke. <laughs> family friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh okay. so let's do a let's do a question around around everyone. Um what's gonna be like your newfound hobby now that we're all in isolation? Or what is your newfound hobby? Soph? Mine's still golf, just live with less people. <laughs> yeah, sweet. <laughs> Mine's eating brownies. Ooh, what thought? <laughs> what thought though? Triple Ooh. chocolate. <laughs> oh, yeah, They look good. Jen, painting. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm now known as a crafty mum, um, <laughs> which is hilarious because I'm not very crafty. But I am doing cross stitch. A crumb. A crumb. Oh, seriously, mate. I'm so crummy. It's not even funny. <laughs> Adrian? I am doing stitch. I'm painting. I'm embroidering. Oh, yeah. I am weaving baskets. Um, it's basically a sweatshop in my lounge room. <laughs> That's awesome. And in your bedroom, isn't it? Sweatshop. <laughs> oh no, not in the moment. Adrian, what's your newfound hobby? Newfound hobby. Oh, I've been battling my mind to think of. If anyone has 
know me before, I think of too many things to do at once. So I can't really pinpoint one at the moment. Um, but I've got, Cam gave me the idea to, to fix up our guitars that we once played. So I went and got some strings for that the other day. So I'd love to get that back out. I still haven't even put the strings on. Hence what I mean by I pick about three or four things at once. Don't do any of them. Um, what I have been loving doing more of now that I don't feel like I've got appointments or things to do in my mind as much in the afternoons and, and mornings is, um, at night, not in the mornings, no. Um, but getting out in the surf more. Um, I probably didn't do it as much as I wanted to over summer and I've missed it massively. Um, yeah, so that's been super fun. I've got a goal and you guys can hold me to this. So... I've always wanted to know every single time, like, you know, I, I know enough about the body, but I don't know all of it. And I'd love to be able to sketch the whole anatomy of the body. So I went and got two bits of um, big pieces of cardboard the other day. And I'm going to go through and do each body part individually and, um, and sketch all the muscles um, with baking paper over the current anatomy pictures that I have and then draw them myself onto the cardboard and label everything. So I learn not only the muscles, but their actions. Um, so that's, that's the goal of mine if we go into full lockdown is to complete that. Um, that's obviously going to be something that will be very detailed and I'm going to have to work on one of my weaknesses, which is, which is patience. Um, so I know it's going to have a whole lot of benefits for me and others around me as well because hopefully I learn more while I do it so that's probably my main objective but hobby wise surf more hopefully play the guitar a little bit and and learn how to how to strum properly again um because the last song I played was the old um Yankee Doodle had a farm so since then I haven't really learned much <laughs> yeah I've uh I've definitely picked up the guitar I've started playing uh, I think we're what week two into it's been two weeks now. Closure, is that right? One week, two weeks, two weeks. Um, yeah, definitely the guitar for me. Um, I really enjoyed it. I promised myself I'd I'd clean um, every room in my house. So I got a two bedroom apartment, so it's not that big. Just take it one, <laughs> one day, one day at a time. Um, and I haven't even started that. So that's another goal um, that I'll get around to one day. Maybe tomorrow I start. Uh, but surfing is another thing I've I've definitely done a lot. Surf's been good at the moment, so. I think I've surfed nine times this week, Monday to Friday. It's nearly two a day. If I go out after this, it'll be two a day. So great use of my time. I'll, what about I'll tell you what would be fun before you go, Jen, but after this, I reckon we should choose a hobby for each person or an objective or something they have to try and accomplish over the next six weeks that we know each other have talked about. So let's say, for instance, Cam has to learn how to actually do a handstand. Because we, we set that goal years ago and still haven't done it yet. That is the, un, the uncompleted task that we should do in our life. I know Demi's got a lot of those on her lists. Uh, nope, all right. pretty much ticked all I my jobs you out with the handstand. Yeah, there you go. Yes, Soph can so. coach me. Soph can coach me on the handstands. Yeah. Thank you. Perfect. That's me done. Who's next? Well, so if you, can you coach me um, to do a push-up? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I I'm going to try and finish like... all the beers in my fridge. <laughs> Tonight, though? 
Hey. Tonight? Oh, it might be a bit hard tonight. It's pretty full. Can you just confirm? Can you confirm for us, Merch, how many beers you have and we can just do like a little Monday check-in? Well, in the fridge right now, there would probably be about 90 beers and there's 30 that aren't in the fridge. <laughs> Merch, did you do some hoarding? Yes, I've been hoarding, okay, but it's important. Is that the essentials? The essentials. Ellie got me with the April Fool's thing. The bottle yeah, shops are closing. She sent me through on April Fool's. It said bottle shops are closing, and I fucking rushed there. <laughs> it's funny that they do that because I've heard a similar story. But the funny thing is, is aren't most of the time they whinge about spending money on grog, and now they they're April Foolsing us and doing what we love. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's weird, isn't it? All right, so Merch has got his, finished the beers, finished his 90-odd beers he has. What are you going to do, Ben? Well, I always wanted to learn a language, but we started Italian, and then as of the thing, our classes got cancelled. So maybe, like, practice Italian that I've learned. Can you say? Not tell them about your colouring in that you bought and went to the art shop and got some nice little water paints. To start painting, tell them oh, about yeah. that. Yeah, I got, I've got heaps of like, I've ticked heaps of my jobs off already, guys. Like, so Cam already cleaned every room in my house, windows, everything, and <laughs> I'll probably do that like once a week, <laughs> just to fill in time. Um, yeah, I bought watercolor painting. So I'm gonna paint a picture. Don't know what that is yet. I'll and, teach. That. I'm pro yeah, now. thanks. Thanks, Jen. Um, well, I said that I would surf more. So I've surfed once so far and I caught about six barrels. Um, so that's twice since I've known you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And uh, how many um, years have you known her, Luke? Hey. How many years have you known Demi? Luke and I go way back, actually. Oh, uh, about at least 10. Maybe more than since 10. Since we were 14, maybe? Or 13? Oh, maybe since 10. high school. Maybe, yeah, like year 7 or 8. All right, so let's, let's go on to two things. And his haircut's things. changed heaps of times. We, <laughs> I don't believe We, we can come back <laughs> to the haircut. Does it change or stay the same because I keep it cut regularly? <laughs> we can come back to Mercho's haircuts and the frequency of them. Um, but one thing we'll ask two questions and we can all go around individually is, you know, what's one panic purchase you've made in the last two weeks and one, what's, and what's one isolation thing you've been doing to keep you occupied at home. So if we'll lead with you, one panic purchase you've done in the last two weeks, that's probably unnecessary. And then what's one Magnum ice cream. No, I actually bulk bought my Reese's Pieces ice creams when I found out there was no stock limit on those. And they were also $4 a box. So I'm still going strong on those. Um, they're they half price at Coles today too. So I might go panic buy some more. Um, and what thing has been keeping me busy is probably training. I've been training heaps. I even went for a run yesterday, guys. I know, a run. I know. <laughs> And I didn't stop once. And there's a lot of hills in my street too. 
So y'all should be proud. I was reading out the whole time. But yeah, that's basically Very what I've been doing. Yeah. And eating brownies too. Awesome. All right, Jen. Panic purchase, isolation activity. Um, keep, keep it I've clean. Not- I know Bryce has been at home. <laughs> I've done the opposite of panic purchases. I'm purchasing nothing. Nothing other than bare essentials. Literally, I literally have nothing in my That's fridge. That's a lie, Jen. I'm sitting with box filled at Audi. <laughs> but, it, like, I've only done, like, $40 shops or whatever for a family of four. I Yeah, just like, bulk packs of chicken and mince. That's $40 worth. <laughs> yeah, I did buy, like, three kilos of chicken and three kilos of mince. But that was, like, two days worth of food. Come on. <laughs> um, but, no, I've actually done the opposite. So I'm like heaps cashed up because I haven't spent any money, which is really not like me. And what I've been doing every day to survive is drink gin, (laughs) Um, which has been excellent because it's the time of day when kids are feral and tired and cranky and so mum has a gin. Woohoo! Nice. All right, Dem. What's your uh, panic purchase and isolation activity? Panic purchase? Yeah, I started to go to the shops and realised there wasn't much stuff on the shelves and then I got a bit panicky that Ada wouldn't let me buy anything. So I didn't really panic purchase anything. Probably the watercolour paintings. We went to the art shop and wandered around until I found something that I could purchase because I was panicking that if we got locked down that I wouldn't have anything to do so I panic purchased art materials otherwise didn't panic purchase toilet paper we ran out of that like three days ago lucky got some yesterday but we used tissues for a couple of days all right merch panic purchase I think we know what merch is what's your isolation game you to play with yourself I mean you do yeah, well, I um, I have plenty purchased beer twice. <laughs> um, I guess yeah. The, the first time was when they were talking about we're going into lockdown. I was like, shit, I don't want to be caught without it. And then uh, the second time was because I had heaps of it and I drank it. And Ellie confused me and said that it was going to be shut down because it's non-essential, which I'd argue. Um, and then what have I been doing? Um, oh. I guess apart from, I've been chipping around in the backyard a lot, but apart from that, I've been making a lot of toasted sandwiches. So I'm really getting into the old George Foreman's copper hit in the last week or two. So um, just been trying a few different few different things and pretty much whatever's in the fridge. So what's, it's uh, been what's, fun. What's been the winning recipe thus far? What, what tips would you give out there? Uh, I, um, so we had Mexican last night and, um, just, and then, yeah, there was a bit of leftover. So I had like the mince and all that sort of stuff and, um, all the, the salads that go with it and I made uh, some yeah, like a toasty today which is basically a taco but toasted and it was next level good I had three would you call <laughs> would you call that a tacasti <laughs> yeah something like that no, an old you, old toasty can you say it a tacasti or an old old toasty either one say it again say it again tacasti tacasti no tacasti <laughs> <laughs> oh what? just dropped his phone on the ground. <laughs> yeah, my phone's are not. <laughs> so this is shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, beer number seven for Mersh, just opening. Uh, all right, Ado, what about you? Uh, panic buy. I haven't panic bought much. Dem will probably tell you that. I haven't really panicked. Um, but I bought... Um, a new pair of work shorts yesterday, which is interesting because most people like you know work's not definitely not as busy. Really? And I thought I thought to buy was a pair of work shorts. Um, and what I've been doing more of for isolation or an activity, I'm probably getting a better night's sleep. So which has been good. I've been waking up and getting my actual REM sleep. Um which has been super cool to see. So usually I miss out on that because I usually get up around three or four o'clock. So I miss out on that little restorative aspect of my sleep. So it's been good. That's probably the only thing I've been doing more of. Otherwise my life looks um, pretty similar, which has been good. Nice. I would have to say I did panic purchase on the first two Sundays ago when I thought, um, you know, something might go down. Word has it we might go into lockdown. Uh, I did buy two cases of beer. I bought Stone and Wood Pacific Ale and I bought um, Stone and Wood The Gatherer. And I thought this is probably the last time I'll buy these beers because it was like 150 bucks for the two cases. And I thought next time I go to the bottle shop with, with no income coming in, it'll probably uh, be two his new cans, 30 pack, hopefully on special. Um, Wait, I did get... Great Northerns are two for 90 at the moment if you're interested. Mate, if I'm interested, I think I'll just come to your place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I went. What's bought... that little cheese board you're making there, Jen? That looks delicious. <laughs> yeah, I um, because I haven't spent any money and I'm heaps cashed up. I went up to that nice butcher's up at um Green Hills today, and I got like a heap of cheeses and some fig paste, garlic olives, and you know the really nice cranberry fig crackery things. And oh man, check out these rissoles. They've like got caramelized onion and cheese and mustard on top of them. So that was that was my splurge because um, I'm rich. <laughs> Yum. Sounds good. All right, Dem, Dem's the best one for what's having for dinner. What are you cooking for dinner, Dem? What am I having for dinner? Yes. <sighs> well, to be honest, today's been the laziest day of my isolation period. I haven't done much uh, since 11 o'clock. But I was supposed to put on a beef brisket. Ada doesn't know I didn't do that yet. So we're not having beef brisket. We're having chicken fair, chicken burrito bowls. Nice. Merch, what are you putting in the toasty tonight? <laughs> At the moment, it's... um. Blue cheese and brie on jacks. So that's as far as we've got. Perfect. Can so, you can you please put that in the toasty tonight or now? Yeah, mate, it would it actually up. go down all right. I know it would. So can you do it? Maybe add a little bit of like pastrami or something like that to it and then cook it, eat it, take a photo and then throw it up on social media so everyone can see. <laughs> yeah. The only, the only problem is I'm out of, I'm out of bread. <laughs> Too many toasties. Uh, Saif, what are you having? Well, I was going to have um, 
nachos. Brownie sandwiches. Yeah, no, I've already had enough sweet stuff, so now I'm craving Thai. So me and Matt might get um some kin Thai delivered. Is that all you've been doing, Soph? I feel like you've got a lot of cravings going on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, legit. <laughs> What's in those brownies? <laughs> no, nothing like that. That would kill me. <laughs> that was last batch, not this one. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, can you send some up this way or down this way? Nah, nah, because I licked the bowl when I was um, making them, so, you know, contamination <laughs> and shit. Can't share. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, really? Why? Just as long as they're cooked. <laughs> All right, just out of interest, guys. Yeah, what, what are you having, mate? Uh, I have no idea, actually. I've got nothing planned, oh. actually. I went, actually, I did go to the butcher in um, Green Hills, um, and I went there yesterday, and I got some got some rump steak and I've got some schnitzels with parmesan and Ooh, yeah, something they are else. good. So actually while we've got Cam, actually while we've got Cam, cause he's been busy on and off. Cam, what's your Bumble login or like some of your usernames on those sort of devices that people could find you on? Cause I know every time we do a podcast, you reach out to all the businesses and all of us PTs on where we can find each other. But can you feel us in like where can obviously the most popular crack? Because I think you told me the stats the other day. It's eighty five percent female between the age of forty and sixty. Listening, have you been passing this out to some of the people on your account, or like can you fill us in or let us know of maybe a few things you could, people could find you on? Yeah, so obviously all all the um the right means of uh you know Instagram, Facebook, email, but uh, more predominantly hanging out on Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, Grinder. Don't know what else is out there, but I'll I'll and, give it a go. And right now, obviously, us PTs have to think of new tactics to be able to take into how to keep clients. Like, what sort of tactics are you bringing into play with this one and a half meter distance rule as a single man, and trying to still find someone that you one want to fall in love with but two marry and to do that you've obviously got to have some form of personal touch or connection like how are you going to do this like this could be a 90 day limit like this is uncertain time for you like what, what are you going to do yeah so i think it, the the conversation open up with you know like just probably a smooth opener like you know just you're gorgeous or you're beautiful you know the ones that really just get the heart the heart melting and then uh and then like you know obviously due to this would you be would be keen to catch up for a drink in say september or something like that we could have a wine or a beer or you know if you got facetime or zoom we could maybe catch up that way and just look at each other and and check each other out that do you, way do you still show like the full body of you or do you just show your head when you're now on like facetime and zoom with like new matches nah no nah, just i'd 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 put the um you might be doing better now, Cam. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. The, the um, success rate's gone up since it's all... all we're, been we're, we're a really puffy jumper, man. <laughs> I've actually got into photo editing. So what I do is I, um, I, I take the photo, I <laughs> take my head and put it on your body. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, your yeah. body merch, you know, and they always comment about my calves, so I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, that's yeah, good because yeah, yeah, that's actually on. important for a lot of people out there that are actually going through the old single life look and, and searching. And obviously with all these new online apps, it's like, you know, how are the apps coping? We need to call them, call their, their owners and see like, cause are people falling off the face of the apps or do you reckon it's more popular now? People are on their phones more. Like how have you found the connection rate? Like are there more people swiping left or right or what's the go? Nah, definitely. There's there's a lot more activity on the apps for sure. Yeah, and what what's your first day success rate? Success rate like online. On online. Oh, mate, hundred percent. You know. Yeah, at the moment now with the face of the over the uh, Skype and that. What's your success rate on first date? Yeah, pretty pretty good, mate. They always come back for a second date online. That's for sure. Uh, Don't miss out on too many opportunities. Uh, yeah, there's a lot more activity definitely online, on the on- online dating scene. Um, I think people are at home, they're bored, they've got, you know, nothing else to do. You can't, you know, this is Friday afternoon at 4.58. You know, normally you'd probably be trying to catch up at the pub or do something social, whereas, you know, here we are doing the old virtual virtual mm. podcast. And if you could give one tip to all the social daters out there, like what would be your tip of advice, Ming? pretty much a professional <laughs> well, i've been on this for a while now uh, you know years of experience really just comes down to years of experience and uh you know you just get better a veteran in the game really that's 100 percent right look you know someone's got to do it well uh, what do they say? it takes ten thousand hours to become a professional i reckon you're you're a master <laughs> nah it's ten thousand swipes ada ten thousand swipes that's it that's um, it. so yeah definitely one, of the dating app. one uh one tip would definitely <laughs> yeah. be, be uh you know the banter the banter's got to be there especially when it's all online <laughs> and text message if, if you don't have good banter you fall off the wagon pretty quickly so yeah that's that's my friday afternoon hot tip yeah good stuff so have you ever been on a dating <laughs> app before what's that have you ever been on a dating app before? Oh yeah, I used to use Tinder all the time. Before Madam, <laughs> before Madam, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to go to Armadale all the time for uni, and that's when um that's when it started. I got a bit bored in my uni days, so Fair plus I didn't know anybody in Armadale, so yeah. Well, that helped. And then I used people. it when I got home. Either yeah. jo- yeah. Join a sporting club or jump on Tinder. Really, there's there your two yeah. options. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> what's um, what's everyone up to for the weekend? Mm, staying at home. What's Mostly. on the training schedule for tomorrow? So, I'm just going to work training. on my goal. Shoulders tomorrow. I'm still waiting for my squat rack to come. I've got someone building one for me. Really? Nice. That's all. Yeah. Out of timber? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's like out of metal, like proper like build. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how they make it. I was going to use wheelie proper bins, but Matt told me it was a bad idea. What? Yeah, sweet. So training tomorrow. You wouldn't be able to get it on the top of a wheelie bin. <laughs> <laughs> Mercho, what are you doing tomorrow? Seeing as though you're very chatty. Hey, working on my goal. I told you that. Your goal or your golf? Yeah, no, my goal. Which one? 
you know, my, my six-week goal about finishing those beers. That's about it, really. <laughs> Can you um, merge no, I don't know, just hanging out. Can you talk us through uh, everything you think about in your golf swing? I'm actually trying to simplify it at the moment. <laughs> yeah, talk us through what you I'll think play, about it. Um, well... At the moment, I've recently had a lesson, which was, which was helpful. Not so much in the first week or two afterwards, but it's coming good now. Um, but I've also, I was down the range having a bit of a hit, practicing my swing. And um, there's this old bloke down there that I've seen at the club quite a lot. He'd be in his 80s and still plays off about 10 or 11, which is pretty good. Um, and he just, you know, one of those little takeaway tips of wisdom he goes like you know like one thing we forget about is you know when we swing through we drop our shoulder you know rather than rolling it through and you know I took that away and thought about it and I've just in this time that we've uh, had at home I've been in the backyard just practicing and um, yeah I went and played a game yesterday and today um, separately obviously and um, yeah it's, it's, it's definitely changed the way that I think about striking the ball and that's the one thing that I think about just keeping my back shoulder up rather than dropping it down. So thanks for that, Cam. When, when, when you Getting go there. to swing, because I know... You what do you think about during your swing, Cam? Quite glute dominant, Mercho, when you, when you swing. Like, you point your butt out as if someone says bend over sort of thing. Now, when you do that and you've got your butt pointing back and then you start to bring hey, the club up... up. I, lost it. I lost all that. So... I was saying you're really quite glute-dominant. So when you go to swing, you know how you point your bum back as if you're sort of just presenting slightly and then you start to swing back. What's what's going through your mind is as you start to swing back, as you start to pout the butt cheeks back, like what's going on in your mind as you swing? Because as I see it, it doesn't really look like golf to me, that's all. <laughs> uh, has gone uh, silent. Yeah, He's thinking about golf. it. I'm just thinking. Not I'm just thinking. Yeah. So, like, as I, I'm in this position, the nice little bent over one, bum poking back. I sort of think to myself, all right, nice and slow, and then as I come through, I really give it to it. Guys, <laughs> just for a reference here. Everyone on this call, you can see each other. Everyone's in tears laughing. <laughs> and Mercho's actually doing his swing. Oh, dear, oh, me, dear, oh, me. So good. Good chat. Oh, Jen, um, obviously, families at home, kids, what are you doing for the weekend as you stuff down some um, Emporium cheese and some crackers? Um, mouthful. Oh, my God. It's such good cheese. Um, this is pretty much what we're doing, right? We're just hanging out, um, watching movies, reading books, playing games. Um, you guys saw the videos. I've been like getting the kids out, doing fitness stuff. But yeah, like four people in one house. Never a dull moment. Ever. <laughs> There's always something happening. <laughs> nice. Love it. Uh, anyone else got any good stories or anything to share? Otherwise, we can uh, wrap this up, finish the beer. Actually... Let's go around. What's everyone drinking right at the moment? So, what do you got? I've got a cider, pure blonde cider. So, 60% less sugar because I'm healthy. <laughs> Not if you drink 15 of them. 
Han, Han Ultra, Ultra Crisp. It's actually quite a nice beer. Also, also drinking that. Also drinking that. I'm having, drinking I'm having a gin and tonic. What type of gin, Jen? Um, that's gives a good the, question. Give the people what they want. What about you, Merch? That's number Sapphire six. Sapphire or Gordon's? I'm drinking uh, Great Northern Crisps, yeah. Sapphire. Sapphire. Nice. Ooh, yeah, that's a good gin. Mm. Ah, Richie Rich. Like I said, I haven't spent a cent since we've been shut. So all my food, all my food. You've been talking about everything you've been buying. <laughs> <laughs> gin and good cheese, where it's at. And shit chat. And shit chat. Anyway, Dem, you always love the last word. What do you got for us? What? Stay safe out there, people. Yeah, stay inside and drink. Is that it, Dem? Is that it? I got a good little note to end what do you on, want actually. To say? This is a cool little message. So, something I like, my, my dad, he's doing it at the moment. Um, so every day he's obviously spending more time at home. Um, every day he's writing down two or three people that he hasn't been in contact with for So family, friends, work, friends, colleagues, other people he's had something to do with in his life. And he's just sending a message out to them, um, and asking them how they're going and how, you know, how their family is and what they're up to. And, um, he said, it's crazy like the impact that that's having on them and him in their replies to each other. So I think that's a pretty cool thing to do. If you're stuck indoors and you're not doing much, do things like this. I thought you were going to say that make you feel good. What's that? I thought you were going to say two or three people he hates. He's going to write that down every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or the guy off Billy Madison with his wish list. <laughs> um, you're going to die, Billy. You're gonna die. <laughs> but yeah, pretty cool to hear he was doing that anyway. Yeah, reaching out to two or three people a day, it's pretty cool. I mean, if we're in this for ninety days, that's what hundred and eighty people you can you can touch. And check in, see how they're doing. For the merch it's gonna be hundred and eighty beers. Um, Jen is gonna be cheese and gin. Then it's gonna be pasta and how many kettlebell swings you can do at home. And Sophie, she's just waiting for that squat rack. <laughs> and Ada's just got to uh, pick up his guitar and restring it. You guys love it. I love the Friday afternoon fireside chat. A couple of beers. And, Cam, and Cam's uh, rationing out his stuff with one every week. I, I miss that, but I'll say it was a good one anyway, Merch. Anyway, guys, let's uh, wrap all that up right now. And uh, thanks for listening. I hope you uh, enjoyed this recording. <laughs>